0: Welcome to the Agent Success Institute podcast. This is a space where you can learn, gain confidence, and grow your business as an independent agent, not part of the real estate team. We're happy to have you with us today, so let's get started. So happy new year, everyone. We are into the second week of the new year, and I feel like it's a little bit late to talk about goals. It seems like everybody does that in January or maybe the end of December. I normally like to talk about them. And for myself, I'll start thinking about them in November, especially by early December. The reason that is, is I feel like I need to have time to process things and think about things, right? So like if I'm not thinking about my goals until December and then they start January because I'm a calendar year person, I feel like I'm kind of already a little, not behind, but just I haven't had time to process. So I like kind of thinking about them in November Sometimes I have a new system I'm going to implement in January or new goals. Let's say I'm increasing number of sales or something like that. I'll actually start aiming for that in December. Um, So a month early just to kind of get into the practice. So with that, um, even though we're talking about goals today, and that's partially because we're just starting this podcast, um, we're going to definitely revisit that more in the late fall. So having said that, let's talk about goals today. Most people in the real estate circle or sales and all have new year goals. And if they don't, they should, because in sales, you need to have goals to, I don't want to say motivate you, but in your business, because there's not necessarily a boss telling you what to do or specific things that you do um, that you're, you're required to do for a paycheck. It's kind of more... Individual, and so you need to have those sales goals for what you want to accomplish. So I'm saying goal because I feel like New Year's resolution kind of feels like it's meant to be broken or destined to fail. Maybe because so many New Year's resolutions do, it just kind of feels like a word that you use that maybe you don't necessarily mean anything by it, or maybe I'm talking about myself because I set them all the time. Usually it comes to to diet, not my favorite thing. And then they aren't accomplished. But I think that goal is a better word to say in terms of like a business or sales, because I just don't feel like a new year resolution is the word. And not that a goal can't be written another part of the year. But again, since this is the Barely second week of January, we are using the word goals. I can tell you, after 47 years on earth, my 47 years and setting lots and lots of goals, I feel like I've been a goal setter as long as I can remember, even, you know, in high school and maybe middle school. But so I've obviously set lots of goals. And by the way, total side note, I actually. Almost said I was forty six. I had that written down and I'm like, I can't even remember if I'm forty-six or forty-seven. And the only reason I caught it in my notes is because I was talking to somebody earlier today, like literally an hour ago, and I was like, Crap, am I forty-six or forty-seven? And I had to process it and I actually had to Google 2023 minus 46 to see what year that was. And because I had a birthday in November and yeah, I'm 47. So if you're having a forgetful day, don't even worry about it because clearly I am as well. But anyways, I've set a lot of goals and there's some things I've learned and trust me, I am not the goal. I know so many people are so good at like setting goals and have all these systems and I feel like that is an area that I'm still improving on every year. Um, I'm certainly not going to write a book all about goals this year, but I do know a few things that I've learned and that also have worked specifically for me. And so I felt like um, I was going to use an example of weight loss because I think so many people put that. And while this is um, Agent Success Institute, I hope that it helps people you know, who aren't in real estate or even sales. And I think if you're, if I'm talking about a sales example, that's not, that's clearly a specific market. And I think whether you're in sales or not, a lot of people have some kind of weight loss or um, exercise goal. So we're just going to use an example of a weight loss goal here, since it would apply to potentially more people. And I think it's easy to understand. So I'm going to give you a few tips um, to remember when making goals, and we're going to kind of use that weight loss example. So one of them is shoot for small wins. So for example, and I should say small and quick, but here's an example. If you haven't exercised an entire year and then you're, you go all of December and you don't exercise at all, and then you're like, come January 1st, I'm going to exercise every single day, every day of the month. I think you're going to struggle with that because you're going from like zero to a hundred very fast. And if you haven't even been motivated in December to take a couple of walks you know that month, then you're going to have a really hard time, I think, just knowing how I am, to do it every day. So I would just say maybe you're going to start with three times a week. So three times a week in the month of January, you're going to walk. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that it's going to also vary your motivation based on where you live. So if you live in Ohio or somewhere super cold and you know, I'm just making a place like Alaska because that seems super cool to me, even though I've never been. um, It might be a little harder to get motivated to even do three times a week in January. If you live in Arizona, I would imagine it's a little easier to be motivated. So, but let's just say that you are going to go three times a week. That's going to get you started. And that quick win could be, instead of having on your head, you know, I have to exercise 31 times in that month you only have to do it 12 3, 6, 9, 12, which is still a good number i means 3 times a week is still good and it gets you slowly started and so then At the end of January, you probably are going to have a win because you were able to do that three times rather than 31, where maybe, you know, it's super cold and it's it's the winter and you get the flu. So you can't for three days in a row exercise. Well, then if you set that goal that you're going to exercise every day that month and you're like me and you're a perfectionist, then you're like, oh crap, now what do I do? I missed it. Where if you have it for three days a week to start out because you are shooting for a small initial win and you've never exercised at all the month before, that's going to help you succeed and feel like you're accomplishing something and probably motivate you more the next month. And the thing is that that three times a week um, for the month doesn't have to be that way all year. In February, maybe you jump it up to five times a week or four times a week. And then maybe by June, you know, you're out there every day of the week. And maybe by September, you're taking two walks a week. I don't know. But starting out with a small win that is still going to help you reach your goal, but be manageable so you're not going from zero to 100, but maybe zero to 40 is, I think, a great way, at least for myself, to stay on top of the goals. The other thing I would advise you to do is track everything. In some personalities, they don't like to track things. They don't like to write things down. It's all in their memory. I mean, we all know people like that. We know what they say. I'm on the opposite end. I keep track of everything. I mean, I have different journals. I keep track of my time. I do all that stuff. But the one thing I don't want to keep track of is food. And I will tell you why, because I'm not disciplined, right? So like you, I think, oh, I can remember or, oh, I just don't want to write it down this day because we made fresh cookies, whatever. And so then what happens is you think you only had one cookie, but then maybe you really have like four. And so if you're writing it down, especially if you're writing it down in real time, like as soon as you had that cookie, you're going to be able to know exactly how much you're eating, which can help you stay on track and even help you plan for that. So you're tracking everything. And I know I'm using a sales goal or sales goal. I'm using um, a food goal right now, but obviously you could track sales. You could be tracking money, like um, how much you're spending when you go out to eat if you're keeping track of that, you could keep track of family time. Like maybe you want to um, play. We have right now out on our table checkers and we are having so much fun these last couple of days. Now, what we do at our house is we play a game. We'll get one out and then we'll go through a spurt where you play it like, you know, half an hour every day. It was um, Connect 4, week or two before that. And then like nobody wants to see Connect 4 for six months. So, right now it's checkers and we're having so much fun. We just kind of leave it out on the table. But if we want to have a goal of spending more time playing board games or spending an hour playing board games together, if you track that, you easily are going to know whether you've hit that goal or not. So, it doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be, you know, career necessarily. It could be family, but whatever you're trying to meet, whatever goal you're trying to meet, there's some way to track that. And that's what you need to do. And it really does make you see if you're doing what you need to do. And it's super easy to do. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on paper. You can do it on a whiteboard, whatever. But there's different ways to track. And that's super, super important. And I've seen that in my own life with my goals in all the areas, whether it be exercise or professional or, um, you know, my family. I know that makes a huge difference at all. Of my 47, not 46, 47 um, years of life. The next thing I'm going to tell you is to focus, but don't stress. So in 2022, I had my first word of the year. I had actually read that in a book and I forget the name of the book. I should have checked. And it's probably, it's not a super thick book, but it was very good. Very interesting. I will put that in the show notes actually. So, um, the, it was having a word of the year and for 2024, mine is focused. And I think that's really important for me and where I am right now. But um, I also tend to stress, right? So like when I'm thinking about something or I have a big project in my mind or I'm stressed out about something with, you know, the kids, like if they feel stressed out about something, stress is the right word for my kids, if they're like, you know, struggling with something or um, they're have an injury they're trying to get better from, or they're sick. And I know they have a field trip coming up. I don't want them to miss something like that. Um, I will like wake up at night and I just don't sleep. And sometimes I'll wake up and like, my muscles are sore. Cause I've been tense. Um, in my sleep because I'm just thinking about this thing. And I do tend to hate, I even hate the word, but I do tend to feel stressed. And so, um, you can have a goal i can have a goal with my personality and be focused on it or so can, so intent on accomplishing it that i get stressed and that is one reason that i have my word as focus this year because you can focus and make things happen And I think when you're focused and you make things happen, and that can be like focusing can again be tracking things or having very clear goals, very um, goals that are written down. You're still going to stress, but I think it's less. Um, So when you're focused on something, I think you tend to have stress less because there is focus. There's a plan um, you don't need to do. You haven't overwhelmed yourself with the steps, but yet you've still um, planned for it so that things can happen. And you can meet your goals. So I think that's very important. Um, goals without focus definitely, definitely lead to stress. I mean, I am a perfect example of that. Again, the lack of sleep. Um, I can get agitated and grumpy because I have something I'm trying to accomplish and it's not happening. And that's why I picked my word of the year to be focused. I just felt like it's where I am right now telling you to have that same word. I'm not even telling you to have a word of the year. Although I really do like the ideas behind that book. And again, I will link it in the show notes, but that's just kind of what I wanted to share with you that I feel like if there's something I'm trying to accomplish, that can make me feel stressed in the process of trying to accomplish it. Um, that is lessened when I'm focused on it. And that, focus is doing everything we talked about tracking um having a small win writing it down that all helps as well. I do want you to know that setting goals the whole topic of goals again is not a fast topic. It's not something that's going to be covered in 15 minutes ever. Um not even in 15 minutes and like four times. That's why there's whole books about it and whole classes about it and I'm sure much longer podcast than this one is. So we are definitely going to be studying that topic more. And I feel like it's what I'm working on as far as just setting goals. And I want to share all that with you. Um, But I did want to touch on it now because we are in January and we're only, you know, barely into that second week of the year. Um, So I do want to touch on that. But I also want to... um you that we're going to visit it again, probably in the late fall, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, because I feel like that's a better time of year than January. And most people have already set their goals. Having said that, I do want you to know that as we are in week two of the year, whether you've been struggling or you're right on track, I guess I should say if you're right on track, I'm very proud of you. If you're struggling, I'm still very proud of you because that means that you've set goals and don't be discouraged. And if you miss a day, you know what? That's okay. Um, one of the things that I did this year, um, or I started in January, and i have done it before, but it had been a while, is I actually have a 30-day um so my calendar, I'm actually highlighting each day of the the month, just the number. So like number one, just a little highlight there that shows um that I did what I needed to do that day because then if I miss a day or two, like, you know, what if I don't hit a goal for whatever reason? I'm sick in bed with the flu or something like that comes up. I can still see lots of highlights in that month and that will let me know that I'm moving forward. Um, So anyway, there's lots of things about goals that we can teach and learn, and I feel like that can be hit on throughout the day and even throughout the year and even at the end of certain quarters, but I think um, in the fall is a better time to hit it, and so we'll do that. In the meantime, just know that even if you're struggling, you know, you're going to be fine. Just keep working on it. Keep hanging in there, um, and I know that you can accomplish that, and I'm excited to hopefully hear from you sometime this year, by the end of the year, how well you are doing with those goals. And that's it. Have a great day. That's it for today. Thanks for listening and may your career be blessed as you bless others.